is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. God, I love Super Bowl Sunday so much. It didn't feel like a normal two weeks, did it? No. I think this is a very under-the-radar Super Bowl. Because the Bengals. Did you know this is the first Super Bowl in like X amount of years, like crazy amount of time without Tom Brady? Tom Brady. Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger. Weird. Weird. The San Francisco 49ers. The Niners. That's it. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I saw that same stat earlier today. Kind of crazy how we were saying it at the same time there. But no, that is weird. I like the new like, flavor. The, I the like Niners. the new blood. Oh, absolutely. I'm a big fan of it. But I just I think... kind of wish that Stafford was not on LA. I, I, would, I could do without the big market team. Are there really that great storylines either? Like, No, not really. Stafford and Burrow, obviously. It's, it's good because do you have the young kid... Planting his mantle in the upper echelon, or is it does the guy who struggled for the entirety of his career until he left Detroit actually convert on being in a new city and probably getting himself into the Hall of Fame if he wins this? this Super Bowl do you right think now. this gets him into the Hall of Fame? I I do. Yeah, probably. Uh, Zach Taylor, the protege of Sean McVay, so you got that story angle there. You know, little protege mentor. Mentee kind of thing. It is kind of crazy to think how young McVeigh is, but how big his coaching tree is already. I don't know. Something just feels like it's missing right now. What's that? (gasps) Oh. I just feel cold. I feel very cold on the inside. Cold little heart. Any way you can fix that for me? Sure. (gasps) If you listen, the fire tells a story. What story is that, Tom? The story of how the Rams' defensive line was too much for the Cincinnati Bengals. You think so? And that's why I think the Rams are going to end up winning the Super Bowl. How about that? Instead of all the build-up to the end of this podcast episode, of all the analysis and all the talking about the big game, I'll tell you who I think is going to win at the beginning of the show, and then we'll talk about the other stuff after. The inverse pyramid. That's fun. Storytelling. I just think that defensive line is too much for the Bengals. The Bengals' offensive line has been able to get through – the Titans, who was a pretty good pass rush, they got nine sacks on Burrow, and they had to pull out a win by the skin of their teeth because of that. The Raiders has Mac, have Matt Cro- Max Crosby. You good? I don't. You're think right so. there. Take two. The Raiders have Max Crosby. He's a really good pass rusher, but I don't think I view the Raiders as a great pass rushing team. And the Chiefs struggled getting after the quarterback all year long. Right. I don't care that if was Melvin Ingram test. had a couple good plays here or there, or whatever. That wasn't a test for them. Even this though is I a did test. think, even though I did think Chris Jones should have mm-hmm. been able to do it. Well, this is a test of, of epic proportions. A portion. Between the Rams and the Bengals, that line of Floyd, Donald, and Miller is just. All three of them are stars. Donald's a superstar. Miller's a superstar. Miller's going into the Hall of Fame. Donald's going into the Hall of Fame one day. Miller's been playing at Hall of Fame level since he's gotten to L.A. and playing for the Rams. I just don't see that the Bengals' offensive line is going to be able to hold up in this game. It's going to be tough. It's by far going to be their biggest test of the playoffs. You know what's just a weird aside? The Steelers lost their streak of sacks in consecutive games against the Cincinnati Bengals Twice. this year. They didn't sack them twice, but they lost the streak sure, against but the Bengals. They, I mean, to go against, to go without a sack twice, against the same team, line, yeah. And you had the best uh, pass rush in all of football. You, you finished the season once again with the most sacks, 
you finish with the individual player with the most sacks who tied the record for the most sacks in a single season. That is kind of weird to have the Bengals be your boogeyman in that in that regard. I think I just kind of played my own devil's advocate there, though, because you could say if oh, you can beat the Steelers they did it twice against the Steelers, they nutted up against. You that should pass be able rush. to hold up against the Rams. I just don't see it happening, though. Which AFC or NFC West team did the Bengals play this past year? Because they all played. We all played an NFC West team. The Steelers played the Seahawks. <laughs> the Niners. The Niners came to Cincinnati. And, uh, beat and the, the Niners Bengals, beat them, beat the Bengals right? By three points. It was a good yeah. comeback win by the Niners. Yeah. No, the Bengals had to come back, and then the Niners. And then the Niners, but the Niners also like once the Bengals went ahead, the Niners had the Bengals. McPherson kicked a field ahead. goal to take the lead in overtime. Right, 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 right. The Niners It was a good game. It was a good game between the Niners and the Bengals. Um, Would have been interesting though if we had a little Super Bowl preview between the two. I don't know who played. Who played the Rams? Was it Cleveland or Baltimore? It was Baltimore. It was Baltimore. We were this close to getting a Bengals Niners Super Bowl rematch for the third wow, time. Wow, about that? And a rematch from earlier this season. But yeah, it really boils down to that offensive line versus defensive line. I think that's the biggest matchup that you have to exploit here because I look at the quarterbacks. Sure. Quarterbacks are good. Stafford, Burrow, both boxes checked. You got the quarterback that can win the big game. I look at the running backs. Mixon's obviously the cream of the crop when you look at all the running backs in this game. But Akers is a really good young back who's been playing well after the injury, sidelined him for really all of the season except for the past couple weeks. And then you have guys like Sonny Michelle and Henderson that can step in and really give you some good carries as well. So I think they have good uh, units there. Uh, I think that the skill position receivers are obviously great on both sides, and Mm -hmm. I think Higby and Uzama are both kind of comparable players. I think Higby might be a little bit better, but... I think Uzama makes a big play every once in a while. Of course, we don't know his status. Probably not going to end up playing, but Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham Jr. versus T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and Jamar Chase. I don't know who's got a better receiving core. Yeah, it's. I mean, both of these are at the top of their respective conferences. These probably are the top two, I would say. The only reason I would give the Bengals the edge here is because Cooper Cup, yeah, he's a freak. But the combination of Higgins, Boyd, and Chase, with Chase leading the way, that's that's got to scare you. And that's something how that's something that we talked about. I remember a lot in 2020 how we thought the younger Bengals team with just T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, was reminiscent about the Steelers. They had good options, but didn't have a guy that took the man took really the number one spot. And now the Steelers are are looking at the Bengals, saying, "God, I wish we had that." where we have a bunch of guys who are really good, but we don't have that number one, not even de facto, just by definition, he is the number one wide receiver in Jamar Chase. So it's tough because the options that are alongside Cooper Cup in L.A. are also very, very good. I mean, we we said in an earlier episode, Cooper Cup is likely to win Offensive Player of the Year later tonight, but Jamar Chase is going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year tonight. If they were both going up for the same category, I don't know who you would give. I don't know if Cooper Cup is really that much better than Chase, because Chase is really just this freak athlete. I think that they're almost a wash at all skill position spots. I think the Rams have a better offensive line than the Bengals, obviously. Well, that's not hard to do. And I think either. the Rams have a better overall defense than the Bengals. But I do think that the Bengals' defense can have a say in this game, and I think that the Bengals' defense has had a real big say quietly 
throughout this entire playoff sure. run. I think Burrow and the offense gets all the attention. But who was How the much? team that shut out the Chiefs in that well, second Okay, half? so here's a question. Who held the Titans to 16 points? Who held the Raiders to 16 points? So I'll points? give the Bengals credit for stopping Derek Carr, for for destroying Ryan Tannehill for, what, he threw three interceptions in that game? Including at that the last, what, with, what, 45 seconds ago, something like that? Something like that, yeah. Do you give the Bengals credit, or do you say... Kansas City, what the hell are you doing in the second half? I give the Bengals a lot of credit, and I give the secondary a lot of credit. For I think I do, too. With those receivers, and that's you, a lot of good test runs to have to deal with, Cup. And dealing with Tyreek Hill is a good, as probably the only, like if you had to line up someone on your scout team to pay, to play against you to prepare you for Cooper You Cup, want it to I'd be Tyreek Hill. Tyree Hill. To play against any wide receiver, you want the guy who's going to be the most explosive at all levels, before the catch, after the catch. You want it to be Tyreek Hill as your as your dummy round, right? To, to best prepare yourself for anyone else. And same goes for Travis Kelsey, right? You were able to contain him for the most part in the second half. Tyler Higby, solid wide receiver, or solid tight end. Pretty much your average tight end. If you can stop Travis Kelsey, you can have your way with, with Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby, who is constantly getting injured. Would it surprise you if I told you the Bengals lead the all-time series against these two teams 8-6? to six? I'm surprised they've played that many times. The Bengals have won three of the past four games. Again, I'm surprised they've played 14 times. The Rams won the last game in London. In, in London? In 2019. Shout out to all your friends fans out there. When Joe Byrow was in LSU. Mm. And finally, the last game at site in L.A., played in Anaheim, 1990, October 7th. The Cincinnati Bengals went in and beat the Rams in overtime 34-31. to 31. I would sign up in blood for a repeat of that game. Yes, please, here. please, 34, please, 34 34-31 overtime win. I don't care who comes out on top. That Wild to think that we've only had one Super Bowl that has gone into overtime in 55 Super Bowls. It happened just a few years ago. You remember which one? Uh, hard sure hard to forget. Really hard James to forget. James White, touchdown, walk-off. Great comeback. Hard to forget. But I wouldn't hate it in overtime. Uh, the only thing is with the narrative surrounding overtimes this year, specifically the Kansas City-Buffalo game, maybe you don't want to, to come down to that where it could be, uh-oh, the team that gets the ball first scores and wins. I do. Well, here's the thing. I just want the last team. It would be always fun if the last team had the last, a chance yeah. to win or will win. And ball. then on that kind of similar to the Steelers where they have that touchdown drive and then the, their defense comes up in a big way with a big fumble recovery. Who do you think is going to win MVP? And this will kind of hint at who you think is going to win the game, too. Mm -hmm. You haven't told us yet. I told you, but you haven't. You, you hinted at the Rams. I told and you. you and, you, and you said it was going to be because of their defense. And I think because of that, if it's not Aaron Donald or Von Miller, it's going to be Matt Stafford. It's, it's so hard to give it. Like, Cooper Cup, we've seen wide receivers win MVP. Yes. But that was with Tom Brady doing absolutely nothing when Julian Edelman won it. That was with Ben Roethlisberger having the worst game by a winning quarterback in Super Bowl history when Heinz Ward won it. And then the only other time was San Antonio Holmes, and we believe that Ben should have gotten it that time. So Cooper Cup's going to have to have a pretty damn good game if he wants to win it. So I, that's why I think it's going to go... I, I, I think the Rams are going to win, but it, I... I think it's going to be more so on the defense taking advantage of the week since the O-line than it would be for 
Matt Stafford kind of picking apart the Bengals' defense. Because like you said earlier, we have respect for the Bengals' defense this year. I do, yeah. Despite being, despite claiming that to be one of their, if not their biggest weakness heading into the season. I think the MVP is going to be Aaron Donald. I think that that defensive line mismatch with that offensive line, like I've said at the beginning of this episode and I've kept saying, is going to be the biggest mismatch and the biggest reason why the Rams win this game. And I think Donald's going to flirt with the single-game sack record for Super Bowl. Wow. Uh, What's it set at? Three. three. Four players are tied at three. The last one to do it was? Von Miller? No. no. Grady Jarrett. Atlanta. Sure. The Tampa, that guy. the New England Patriots. That guy. You don't remember that? Grady Jarrett with the, the three sacks? Nope. I think you could get You know four. what I remember? I remember Tom Brady coming down from 28 to three. I think you could get four sacks in this game. I think that defensive wow. line is that bad. Well, so, I mean, they've gone up against lesser opponents. But they're still giving up, like, four sacks per game. I know they didn't do it against Kansas City, but when they went up against Kansas City in the regular season, four sacks. I know Joe Burrow wasn't playing in the season finale. Four sacks allowed against Cleveland. So they, they allow these sacks, even if you're not the best at against the pass rush. What color is the Gatorade going to be? Mm, well, it depends on who's winning. I mean, if the if the Bengals win, the Gatorade's got to be orange, right? I bet it's orange no matter what. Mm. But it would be wise to have orange and blue, right? Blue yeah. For, blue for the Rams. You know what's always a, a safe pick, too, is red. Red's always a safe one. Honestly, since these two teams, you don't always get it to be the case where the teams have, like, popular Gatorade colors as their their look. Like, I know the Steelers have yellow in their jerseys, kind of, but like a yellow Gatorade just wouldn't look that normal if the Steelers won the Super Bowl. Now, who drinks yellow Gatorade? It's my favorite flavor. Is it really? Yeah. No, you drink red every Sunday when we're here. That's not true. Red's my least favorite flavor. Yeah, I I swear you drink red all the time. I like grape. Grape's my second favorite flavor, but lemon lime is the original and it's the best. The best flavor, yellow. Yeah, I would say blue is the best. Maybe it's a safe bet to go in neutral color since they're both... Prominent blue, so something, prominent orange. I think red. I think red. I said red together. Yeah. Wasn't clear. Wasn't it clear one year? Ah, like that white cherry yeah, kind yeah, of flavor, yeah. where it's just like a white Gatorade. It might have been. If you're an athlete, like, what do you think these guys' favorite flavor is? What do, you, do, they, do you think they need to consult the team, like the equipment managers? Like, <laughs> like, I need I like my blue Gatorade, or, or I'm I will not winning. Not play like there's some rock star that needs only green M and M's or something like some that. Diva. Uh, some records that we can keep an eye on in the Super Bowl. Eli Manning has the most passing yards in a single postseason with 1,219. Matt Stafford, Which year was that? Was that 07 or 11? Matt Stafford I'm has, surprised that wasn't Joe Flacco. Are you going to let me finish? No. Matt Stafford has 905 passing yards. So he needs so, 200, less than 200? Well, he's got 1,219 is what Eli had, and 905 is what he has. So, so 300 some on that one. Which could be done. He could yeah, set the what's the most record. passing yards in a Super Bowl? Tom Brady threw for 505 yards. That's a lot. In Super Bowl 52. Which one was that? That Was, was the, that the Falcons? The year after the Falcons. The Rams. Or, or no, the year the after the Falcons was the Eagles. The Eagles. And a loss. That's right. He threw 505 yards in Super that Bowl? loss. Yep. Jeez. Most passing touchdowns in a Super Bowl. Steve Young was six. Right. I, I did know that one. I did know that one. His, his one Super Bowl. Uh, you were saying title. Flacco, 2012. He's got the third most passing yards in postseason history, 1,140. Who are the other guys that we were talking about with the most sacks? I don't know. That doesn't have it listed. No. So thanks for bringing that up. No problem. Bad. Kurt Warner, number two most passing yards ever. Womp womp. That was it in 08, not 99? Yep. It was in 08. 
Uh, Burrow no. is in fifth place, right behind Matt Stafford with 842. I don't think he's going to. Oh, he could catch it 400 yards. Good. He could if he'd have to have a pretty. He'd have to break Brady's record for a single season one to probably snatch that, right? Yeah. Okay. No, you need like 400 uh, yards. Yeah, you're wrong. Um, Cooper Cup has 25 catches so far in the postseason. The postseason record for receptions is 31 by Travis Kelsey in 2020. That's one that definitely could happen. Seven catches for Cooper Cup. I think he might become the most the postseason record holder for most receptions in a postseason after this. How crazy would it be if he was a tri- – I don't think he'll get the triple crown because I think Larry Fitzgerald is going to hold that record for a while, most touchdowns in a postseason in 2008. What about yards in a postseason? Larry Fitzgerald in 2008 with 546. And where's Cup stand now? 386. Okay, so that's not getting touched. What? 200-yard game? If he has 200 yards in this game and the Rams win, he deserves to win MVP. He could have 170 yards and catch it, which is possible. If he has 170 yards in this game with maybe a touchdown and it's sem- it's semi-close and the Rams win, I could see him winning MVP. I could absolutely see him. With like eight catches in there, so he breaks the record for single season cat or single postseason catches. I could see it happening. So we both are pretty. But much that's but that's oh, the game. Okay, that's that's again. the line he has to have right in order for him to win MVP. Yes. So we're both pretty much on board that we think the Rams are going to win the game. So what do the Bengals have to do to prove us wrong? I think they got to start this game on the ground. They got to do a lot of things where Joe Burrow doesn't hold on to the football for a long time. Get the ball out quickly. Get the ball in Mixon's hands fast. Get that pass rush off your quarterback's ass. I think that's first and foremost make your offensive line's day a lot easier. And then on the defensive side of the ball, you've been playing a lot of good defense. Um, If there's ever been a problem, though, it's been in the first half. You don't fall asleep and let the Rams kind of cobra strike you early and get a lot of points on you. Try to get after Stafford early. Try to stop the run early. Force some pressure on Stafford because... If I had to choose which quarterback would be flapped by pressure and be forced into a mistake because of a good defensive play, it would be Stafford over Burrow at this point. I think Stafford has the tendency to make the big kind of uh-oh mistake moment, and Burrow, although the sample size is small, we haven't seen that yet. I mean, the, the thing is, though, is that the defensive matchup facing Burrow is a lot harder than Stafford. Like absolutely. I can absolutely see Matt Stafford making a mistake but I think Joe Burrow will be put in the situation to possibly make that mistake a lot more than Matt Stafford would be. Absolutely, I believe that too. But I think that he would be more unflappable than Stafford ever is. Like, I don't know if it right, he that could much face it. He could. Back. He would be. I mean, put put both of these quarterbacks up against the 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 LA Rams defensive line, and you think Joe Burrow has the better day, right? I think Joe Burrow probably does have the better. If he's behind that Rams. Which, which is why maybe this adds to the Super Bowl, is that you're putting the better quarterback up against the better defense. Prove it, Joe Burrow. Yeah, prove, and the Bengals win. prove it, Joe Burrow, is what people are saying. As we no, 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 no. I mean, I think, it's, I think it's a legitimate thing to say is that go out there and show us why you were number one overall pick. I mean, this, this is the moment where legends are made. Put your stamp in the NFL. I do think that the Bengals kind of need to make this more of a, a, a ground kind of game on offense to, to keep those pass rushes off of them and get up early. Get up early so you can control sure. the game and you can make the Rams have to drop Stafford back to pass a lot. Uh, going into the triple play, there is no triple play because there's only one game to pick this week. 
So I regret to inform the audience that I'm three games behind Jacob, so even with the games counting as two, I could not make up the ground. We can make it count as four. Let's see, like, I think we both want to pick the Rams, and that's the problem. Yeah, but and are you going to pick the Rams to cover, or are you going to pick the Bengals to cover? Are we going to count this as four? We both went two and two in the championship game, by the so way. So what I are we I picked saying? the Bengals, and he picked the Chiefs. I picked the Rams, and he picked the Niners. So we stand at 33 and 25 for Jacob, 30 and 28 for Tom, which I just referred to myself in the third person. <laughs> I am three games behind Jacob. You want to make this game worth four points? You feeling confident? Well, are we going to make the I'll same pick, pick the or I'll pick the Bengals not? if you want to make this four points, even though sure. my heart says the Rams. Let's do it. You want to do it? Let's do it. You want to do not? it? Look at me in the eyes. You want to do it? Let's do Look it. Look at me. Look at me in the eyes. Let's do you it. You want to do it? Let's do it. All right. Four points on the line. Winner of the triple play for the season on the line. I have the Bengals plus four. You have the Rams minus four. Oh, that plus four. The Rams Isn't it three and a half? I think it's four, buddy. I think it's three and a half. I think it's four. I think you're you're thinking of the number four because we're making this game worth. Yeah, it's three and a half. I don't think you're right. I'm looking at my line right now. Oh, so Jacob is right. I'll still take three and a half because you know what? That hook, baby. That Rams still might win, and I still might win this triple play bet because I got the points. You know what that Which means? might be sage advice for people out there because this could be a close game, honestly, in my mind. So maybe it could be, but could it be a? It could easily be 27-23, something like that. In fact, now I don't know if this is just because I need them to win and cover for me to win or to win the triple play this year. But I do like the strategy of the Rams winning the game, but the Bengals covering the spread. So you know what? Bleep you, Jacob. Bleep me. Bengals, baby. Sure. And the points, even though they're going to lose. But they're going to cover the spread, and that's all that matters. You believe the Bengals will lose? I do think the Bengals will lose. Is, the there, a, is there a way? We talked about the Rams winning MVP. Is there a way uh, that the Bengals win this game and the MVP is not Joe, Joe Burrow? Uh, well, if it's Jamar Chase and he had like 200 yards receiving and three touchdowns, that would, make sense. That would be tough. to. But on the other side of that, Joe Burrow has a lot to do with all those Exactly. If Joe Mixon rushes for like 150 yards and, and Burrow like has like one carries touchdown, and like it's a, it's a wow. The Bengals came out and ran the ball all game long and won it like 27 to 17 or something like that. Then I would give it to Mixon, but I think it's pretty pretty hard to take it out of Burrow's hands. Where on the the juxtaposition side of things, I don't think Stafford is even my third favorite. I would say third behind Donald and Cup. Donald and Miller. Okay, so see there, he wouldn't even be three for me because I think Cup would be higher than Stafford in my opinion. And I think it could be, could always be someone weird too. Could always be like a T. Higgins out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, it like should that. have realistically gone to who was it, Daryl Williams for Kansas City two years ago. Yeah, he had absolutely. like what three touchdowns? They gave it to Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Bastards. Where was that whenever they decided to not give it to Ben and gave it to Holmes, even though Holmes was definitely deserving? That's gonna do it for this episode of the Steelers Standard. Super Bowl Sunday. Enjoy it, folks. Enjoy your wings. Enjoy your pizza, your pigs what, and blanket, what, your what, pizza what rolls, your pizza What food are you bagels. most looking forward to? Wings. It's always eating. wings and pizza and, and pigs and blanket. It's a variety. And beer? I need a lot of options. And beer. Yes. Beer. need a lot of desserts, For my buddy, like little, Joe Bear. Maybe cookie cake, maybe cupcakes, maybe brownies. Oh, you got to have dessert. You, gotta you have cannot have. Desserts. desserts is huge. If you, if you go, right? To celebrate at someone else's. What's the one thing that you are always people know? Tom's bringing this. cookie cake. Mm. Cookie cake with the big Super Bowl Fifty Six logo painted on it that I did myself. Okay, cookie cake. Do you like slices with 
a little bit of icing, like the balloons. No, I like slices with a lot of icing on that cookie. So like, you like the balloon. Yep, give me the balloon. Or the Super Bowl 56 logo in this case. That you made, that you That I specifically made, that's exactly okay. right. rams Bengals Sunday, 6.30 p.m. kick on SoFi Stadium. Gotta love Super Bowl Sunday. I'll be enjoying it. I know you guys will be out there, too. Jacob and I will be back on Monday to recap it all with some fresh episodes for you of the Steelers Standard. So until next time, enjoy the Super Bowl, and we'll talk to you then.